Hey there, listener. I know you're dying to get to today's juicy, juicy episode, but real quick, we wanted to tell you something special. If you hadn't heard, we are coming out with an actual play Dungeons and Dragons show. It's going to be called Pact and Boon. And if you listen to the end of today's episode, you can actually hear the first part of episode one. Now, if you want to make sure you don't miss the launch of this new show, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash guild and sign up to join our free community where we'll announce all of these things. But again, if you listen to today's episode all the way to the end, you'll hear a snippet from the first part of the first episode and tell us what you think. But uh, in the meantime, let's get back to today's show. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better DM. I'm Tanner Wayland, and I have my wonderful friend and compatriot, Justin Lewis, here with me. Hey, Justin. Hi there. How's it going, Tanner? Oh, it's going so well. Beautiful morning. Excited to talk with you about How to Be a Better DM. Um, honestly, I, I'm excited for today's uh, uh, kind of topic. We actually addressed it a little bit like uh, half a month ago or so uh, about like being excited as a DM. The topic today is a little bit more uh, specific, though. It's about burnout. Uh, I think we've all been there, right? Like you're you set up a time with some friends regularly, like weekly or biweekly or, or who knows what. Right. And then you're just planning week after week. And then you suddenly realize, oh, wait, it's not fun anymore. Uh, and not only is it not fun, I'm dreading it each time. Right. Uh, classic symptoms for being burned out. And, and so that's what we're going to talk about is how to deal with that. Uh, first off, Justin, have you ever felt burnt out uh, on anything or DMing? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, uh, running a podcast, I, I mean, I, I felt burnt out a few times with doing this podcast and then my previous podcast, um, running sessions as a DM. Also the same thing. Um, uh, it's interesting because... You know, this episode is kind of the, the, the second half or the first half of a two-part episode where we talk about DM boredom and how they're both kind of two sides of the same coin for losing excitement as a DM. And in kind of comparing burnout to, you know, burnout with running a podcast or burnout with work, you know, I think part of it is you have this certain expectation and you go a prolonged period of time without reaching that expectation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you're expecting s s some type of return, essentially. Mm. But your output is so much that you're like, well, I'm not getting that return. And I only did this yeah. output of effort with the idea that I'd get that kind of return of, uh, of enjoyment or fun or having a good time mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Um. And I think that that's, uh, that's a real issue, you know, when you're doing a lot and you're not getting enough in return. Uh, and, and that's why I think that, you know, DMing is actually so, uh, ripe is maybe the wrong word, but it's so prone to this because of the amount of effort it takes to put in. Because it's like, I mean, this whole podcast is based on the idea that like, hey, if you want to do more then you can and you'll have a better, you know, DMing experience or do differently at least, right? And some people mm -hmm. take that uh, as being like, oh, I've got to put in more and more effort. And then, you know, and then before they know it, they're burned out, right? Um, yeah. And, and so that's why we got to talk about some tips. And, and I think that 
Uh, if you're feeling burned out, uh, then the first kind of category of help that you need is, is first off, just get help from others, you know? Um, like for example, uh, taking a small break, you know, there, we're going to talk about it later, but taking a full break is always an option. But at the very mm -hmm. least, you could take a small break and be like, hey, uh, Jimmy, you're in my group. I, I bet you've always wanted to DM. And even if you haven't, could you please DM for like a small little side adventure for a few sessions, you know, like a month or two or something. And, and guess what? I think most people would be willing to help you out with that. They just need a little bit of time to prepare. And then you can have that break that you've kind of been looking for, you know? Yeah. Actually, that tip, oh, you just sparked something inside of me. Uh, <clears throat> that tip is, I think, possibly a really good tip as well for player management, maybe. So yeah. if you have players who maybe are a little bit rambunctious, um, and I, I think that it, it might be best for me to explain my situation. So I have seven players at the table, Mm, that's uh, recently, lot. yeah, it is a lot. Um, re recently, I've noticed this trend of I'm working with these people who are kind of right in front of me as far because our table is really long, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I sit on one side, um, so I'm working with people on one side of me, and then people in the back they're kind of having their own conversation, and it goes pretty off the rails, uh, gets loud and stuff. Yeah. Um, so. Add that to the fact that we just got into Waterdeep. Like they just reached Waterdeep. This is the first time in the <laughs> in the campaign that they're in a big city. So, what I you just sparked this idea in me is I'm actually going to say, hey guys, we are in a big city now, and just like happens in a lot of TV shows, you know, I'm thinking about Avatar. Big cities often have yeah. like side quests or mini episodes or things like that, right? Um, so exactly. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask each of them. And I'm going to say, hey, would each of you prepare a session or like a side quest inside the city, right? It doesn't have to be, in fact, I'd probably prefer it not to touch on the main campaign, but just some sort of side quest that everyone can participate in and have fun and, you know, stuff like that. So um, I think that particular tip, asking the players to sub in, I think that is really valuable for many, many reasons. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's that's kind of the gold of the matter. And I found this out in a lot of my life. That and it's not only true for burnout, but if you're having issues asking for help, it's a huge thing. Like my wife did really well with asking her professors for help in college. Uh, that's something I didn't mm -hmm. do as well at, and I think she really benefited in ways that I could have. You know, and it's true yeah. for for DMing too, because it's like, hey, if you're feeling burned out, or if you're feeling like, hey. We need to shake things up. Asking others uh, to sit in the DM chair for a bit. Uh, that's that's great. And, and even if you like are teaching them a bit about DMing, you know, with all the tips you've gotten from our podcast and, <laughs> and everything else, <laughs> then uh, then teaching someone else is always a good way to kind of fresh freshen up your own approach too. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd also add. And um, <clears throat> please. Just real quick. You know, you don't have to wait till you're feeling burnt out to ask for help. In fact, it's probably better to ask before these symptoms set in. So that way you can kind of maintain your energy, calm down, take a break, allow someone else to step in or, or you know, share your excitement with them 
and allow them to kind of reflect it back on you and, and kind of create this positive loop. Uh, so if, if you're starting to feel like the very beginnings of DM burnout, that's when you need to ask for help rather than when you're pulling your hair out and you don't want to play D&D anymore. Exactly. That's, I think that's super important because if we, you know, I, I like the term burnout, uh, the term burn, because it kind of, in my mind, it makes me think of like a car or a machine that like is just being run and run and run and like uh, pedal to the metal for so long and it's not being serviced, it's not taking a break, it's not doing any of these things that will make it so that it doesn't burn out. And then even if it does, and then once it starts like smelling of smoke, if you bring it in then, it's like, well, you're looking for a much longer repair time, you know? So it's just better to, you know, take these breaks, change things up, get help along the way, and then hopefully you'll never actually need, you know, to like take a really big break, right? Yeah, that's an excellent analogy. Yeah, uh, and, and in terms of getting help, I think you can also get help from other DMs on the internet, right? Like if you're, if you're writing your own content a lot, or if you're doing a huge uh, campaign, uh, the kind that like gives you a lot of info, but you kind of need a direct, you need to know everything, direct the uh, every little thing and set up events, then that might be kind of frustrating um, or, or not even frustrating, but just more like a bigger load for you. And so I would really recommend, you know, looking online, like on, uh, on the DMs Guild or elsewhere for like little one shots or multi-session uh, campaigns, kind of like what you're talking about with mm -hmm. your players. Uh, but like looking online, like if you still want to DM and none of your players, you know, they've already played, you know, DM themselves, you can always look online for, for content that other people have written very well, very concisely so that you don't need to you know, pull your hair out when, when running a session, yeah. you know? And, and there's nothing wrong with, <clears throat> unless, unless you're doing a paid game, there's nothing wrong with stealing IP from movies, TVs and uh, TV shows and books. Like, you know, if, if you can't think of what to do, then have your players enter a town called Grow Spicely, where they may, they meet a young farm boy named Buke, who has these special abilities and he needs to join the uh, <laughs> Rosmelian, you know, like whatever it is. Like your players are gonna laugh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's the that's the thing from that one thing," and they're just gonna enjoy it, and yes. you'll save yourself some time. Exactly, you know. There's there's no problem when you're just having a friend's game, and it's supposed to be first and foremost fun. Yeah, any any trick that you have to make your time easier, that, yeah. that's worth. And it, I would even right? say it uh, might even be cool yeah. to have them see like. Oh, Harry Potter's gonna fight Smeagol for some reason. Like, who knows? I don't know. You know. <laughs> exactly. You know. I, I know you are all creative people, but you're also people who sometimes need a changeup, and and that will help you avoid burnout. Uh, also, if you're ever like, because a big part of this tip is, you know, taking some of the load off yourself. I think that when I prepare sessions, there are certain issues either with my players or with the campaign itself where I'm like, oh, I wanna make this good, but I don't know how. And so I spend forever stewing and stewing and then only sometimes does it come out to be a really good answer. The other times it's just an okay answer and then I still am thinking about it all the time. If you if you uh, have certain online communities uh, like Reddit or some other places where you can ask for advice, uh, having a third party, you know, perspective, an outsider viewpoint 
uh, a lot of times they can provide great advice for an issue that you thought was super hard, but then they, they with their experience, they're like, oh yeah, just do this. And then that's help as well, right? Yeah. I actually have two examples of this. So one, uh, I don't know if you remember Tanner, but I was preparing my one shot escape from Hungreth prison. Uh, and it's, it's kind of this, uh, like yes. prison escape one shot, you know, and I, I was struggling with it. Cause I was like, yeah, does this make sense? You know? And I sent it to Tanner and he asked one question. I don't remember what it was, but it, it like simplified the process and streamlined the whole storyline. Uh, it was, it was extremely helpful because <clears throat> I, I think my issue was, I was like, okay, I, I'm going to have the players come in the prison and then like, they have to like kind of get a sense for how things work in the prison and then something external happens that allows them to have this opportunity to escape and i think the question you posed was like something along the lines of why do they need to like know about the prison you know like and i was like oh my gosh it just took like this whole chunk out that i didn't need and in doing the one shot you know lately uh it's it's made it a lot better and, and my second example is actually just like yesterday uh in the last few days a buddy of mine He's been working on this homebrew world, which is super, super fascinating. I would share it, but like, I don't want to spoil his because he's actually thinking about putting it up on DM's Guild. Um, but, but like, yeah, like he's like, yeah, just read it. Like, give me some pointers or whatever. Uh, most of what I said was, this is cool, you know, and from a DM's perspective, mm -hmm. even hearing that or, or, or hearing like, yeah, maybe tweak this. Um, it just allows you to kind of get some of that fire back in your step and feel excited about what you're making because we're all self-conscious and we're like is this really good and then you send it out and someone's like yeah like i love how this could be this and you're like i didn't even think about that that's super cool you know <laughs> I, I know it's true like i can't stress enough that like that beatles song you know we get by with a little help from our friends it's very true and and i think that that's probably one of the big ways to avoid burnout um Another way that I'd recommend, aside from getting help uh, in general, is simplifying, right? I think that when you kind of overcomplicate things sometimes, then then you need moments of going back to the basics uh, to help you kind of get your feet back under you to appreciate why you're doing it in the first place. Like, like for example, uh, let's say that you're in the middle of a dungeon and it's just fight after fight after fight. And you personally aren't a DM that gets, that is all that excited about fighting, you know? And, and you just haven't had a lot of that kind of creative goofiness that a lot of people look for in a campaign, um, which happens all the time, like in a town setting. And so what do you do then? It's like, well, you can keep pushing through certainly, or you know, you can go back to the basics. You can find a way within the dungeon or, you know, have the players do like a side dream, you know, a series of sessions or who knows what, right? Just to get back to what you love um, and almost like take a break from just putting the pedal to the metal on something that kind of drains you week after week, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, it doesn't even need to be like a side dream. I think flashbacks are severely underused. Mm -hmm in the D&D world, um, especially because in most cases, a lot of adventurers have been together for a long time and I don't know. Um, and <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with playing out parts of one of your players' backstories. Um, I, 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 <clears throat> excuse me. I also like the idea of 
changing up sessions. So like shortening them, yeah. Uh, maybe making them longer. Maybe you know, uh, yeah. Putting them in different places, putting them online if you do in person or vice versa. You know, just kind of changing it up and seeing if that can make your process a little bit easier. You know. Yeah, I think flexibility is a huge part of this, right? If you're feeling burned out, then being like, hey, what can we change that we haven't changed? You know, just to change it up for a bit. Uh, because, you know, like they say, variety is the spice of life. And so adding some variety to your sessions, that's huge. Uh, like like for a personal example, I was running uh, a campaign with uh, some family members of mine. and And my wife was very... She was concerned to how long the sessions were taking because they take like three hours, you know, um, like three or four hours. And that kind of just got to me mentally because I was like, I, I don't like that she's so frustrated by that. And so while I was initially kind of hesitant, I was like, hey, guys, can we keep this to an hour and a half to two hours, you know, each time? And people were like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then like that switch actually made it a lot better. Because I knew that, hey, like she's totally fine with me spending like a couple hours on this. That's that's absolutely a okay. And then that mental kind of burden was off me. Um, whereas other people, maybe you've been doing a bunch of short sessions and you constantly feel like you're just missing a little mm -hmm. something. Maybe once a month you have that longer session, like you're talking about. You know? Yeah, yeah. I also think with simplifying, one thing that trips me up <clears throat> is the pacing of the story, and I. I I was trying to figure out how to like really phrase this, but in my games, I'm always, and maybe it's because I'm too much of a planner, but I'm always trying to figure out how to make sure what I have prepared lasts the full session. <clears throat> this goes back to what you were saying about shortening sessions possibly. Um, but in, in having that thought of, I need to make sure I make it interesting for the full four hours or whatnot, that thought can be fairly damaging because you might either speed certain things up that shouldn't be sped up, or you might slow things yep. down. I'm, I'm thinking about combat, particularly, that if they get slowed down, it's going to make everything way more boring. So I think with pacing, yeah, you kind of, like, it, I'm not a horse rider, but the only way I can describe it is when you have... <laughs> horse reins in your hand and again i'm not a horse rider you're not supposed to hold them super tightly but you're not supposed to let them be super loose otherwise the horse is going to go wherever it wants so you hold them in kind of this middle area so that way when you need to add correction the correction is slight but abrupt and, and then quick so that way it, it you know corrects the course so just like driving you don't you don't drive correcting like this like moving your hands 45 degrees you, you do like one to two degrees so i think with simplification maybe let go of the reins a little bit <clears throat> let the story do what mm -hmm. it wants to do and just kind of be along for the ride adding your little tweaks here and there to make sure it, it, it is on an interesting path yeah exactly have a place that you're trying to head towards uh and have certain things that you want to happen but let the journey to those things be pretty flexible. Um, I, I love that. I think it's very important because like it, the moment that you feel like your entire campaign's on rails, then you know for a fact that the players are going to, going to dislike it. And 
half of the energy and the uh, and kind of the refreshment that we get out of a campaign is the players showing that appreciation. And so uh, if you just are constantly trying to push for your own agenda instead of kind of letting it flow naturally, you're going to miss out on that. Um, and finally, uh, just to end up uh, to end this topic, I would say the last uh, tip is take a break. Um, I think, you know, what Justin said about, hey, take a break before you feel burned out or get help before you bur feel burned out. That's absolutely true. Um, but, you know, if you start to smell that smoke, so to speak, there is a chance that if you just keep pushing through, then you're going to just burn yourself out so much that you never want to play again, which would suck because you put a lot of time into this. Uh, it's something that you really enjoy. It's honestly, it's probably one of the more uh, collaborative kind of fun experiences that people have with their friends, right? D&D uh, &D is a very unique kind of game situation. And so it's better to actually just be like, hey, you know what? Uh, I think I'm done for a sec. Anybody else want to be a DM? Just, you know, for a while, <laughs> you know, uh, more than just a few sessions. And, and then that would uh, help you kind of get, uh, prevent yourself from at least burning out all the way, yeah. right? The term forever DM does not have to be a prison sentence. Like you can use that, but that doesn't mean you can never be a player. And, excuse me, you know, recently in my campaign, we've had like two or three weeks where we couldn't play just because schedules couldn't line up. That's okay, too. I know that some frustration might be because of schedules not lining up or not getting sessions in when you want to. Again, that kind of goes back to being a little loosey-goosey and rolling with the flow or flowing with the roll, whatever the term is. Um, <clears throat> the second thing I'd just like to add is Barring, barring you being a professional dungeon master, like unless this is your profession, you rely on being a dungeon master to pay the bills. This is just a hobby, right? This is just something you do for fun on the side and other things will naturally take priority. I think the concept of a balanced life can only really exist in aggregate you can't look at one particular month and say, oh, I have a balanced life, because if you think about it, we, we sleep eight hours a day, theoretically, and we work eight hours a day, theoretically. So, like, that's not super balanced, considering you have to eat, uh, eat, do all your social responsibilities, have fun, you know, maybe work on improving yourself in the other eight hours. That's not super balanced. And also, if you think about it, you know, when you go to college, like, my brother went to med school. During the time when he was in med school, his life was 100% unbalanced, right? And only now yeah. is he kind of regaining some of that balance and picking up other parts of his life. So, like Tanner said, if you do need to step away from D&D &D, uh, or being a DM, that's totally fine. And I would add to that, and I know this is kind of sacrilege being on the How to Be a Better DM podcast, but if you need to step away from Dungeons & Dragons itself and pick up other games go ahead like i am a big fan of star wars fantasy flight role-playing games uh, you know i wish there was kind of a blanket mm -hmm. term for it but you know age of uh gosh what is it it's yeah, age, age of, of empire uh edge of the empire yeah. sorry uh, not age of age empire of that's empire. a game edge but of if the you want to play yeah. age of empires that's an excellent game too i, I highly exactly, also great exactly game. <laughs> but 
but but you see what I mean. Like, there's so many options out there. I'm not saying you should stay away from D&D forever, but if you need to go, like, like going to a new country, do that. Enjoy it. Have fun. Please come back because this is a podcast about being a dungeon master, so we want you to listen to us. But also, D&D is way better than every game, depending on how you play. But uh, final thing I just want to say is, D&D should not be the highest priority in your life. Like naturally family, naturally other things come first. So if, if, if there is unbalance in that area, maybe lean towards other areas than D&D if you need to, right? <clears throat> yeah, I, I totally agree. Taking a break, you know, it could be from gaming. It could be from the type of game that you're so used to. Uh, whatever it is, take that break before it mm -hmm. gets too far. Uh, and that's going to wrap up our topic for today. Justin, thank you. You've been so helpful with just discussing My this My pleasure. Topic. Thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, so for all of you out there, you know, we care about you. We care about your mental, uh, relational, emotional health. And we hope that you're taking care of that and uh, getting the help that you need. Uh, and, you know, we're going to cover this topic probably in some way or another in the future. But uh, get out there, take a break if necessary. And until next time, Let's roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.